0: Hello and welcome to ASB TDC TV, a product of a partnership between the University of Arkansas Small Business and Technology Development Center and the Northwest Arkansas Council Small Business Emergency Assistance Program. In this series, we are talking with small businesses, experts, and ASB TDC consultants about the relevant and right now topics and solutions for small business. I'm Amy Robinson.
1: And my name is Chris Case, and today we're actually here with Molly from Oven and Tap. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm very good. 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 Well, I I know that none of us were expecting what has been kind of thrust upon us with with all this um, new experiences that we are living through. So a lot of us have had to be innovative and kind of just a little bit more creative with what we do. And something that you have done is your pod system that you've come up with has been it's, it's unique, it's amazing, and it's, it's something that re- we really felt that needed to be shared. So could you tell us a little bit first about your restaurant and then second about um, your system?
2: Yeah, so I'm one of the co-owners of Oven and Tap, which is a restaurant in Bentonville, Arkansas. We are centered, I say, I say we get our pulse and our electricity from our wood oven. So everything we do really is centered around this big, beautiful wood oven that's kind of the focal point and the heartbeat of the restaurant. Um, we are kind of a mix of Italian with a little bit of Southern influence. So pizzas, um, handmade pastas, and then there's pimento cheese and fried chicken. So you can't really go wrong with all those things. No. Um, All that being said, we want to continue to share those things that we love so much with everyone, especially during this time. Um, And so there was this just kind of like looming concern about what to do when we got a positive test. Fortunately, we still have not received one, but we know it's inevitable. and I think it was, it, I mean, that's, that was our biggest concern is what to do next once we see, receive that positive test. And um, we discussed this in the forum, but in Arkansas, um, restaurants were allowed to open at one third capacity in May, the first of May. Um, so we kind of took our time. Luke, my business partner, and I made this massive list of questions that we had, um, thoughts that we had, just generating all these things before we felt like, and we said we needed three fourths of those things either answered, thought about, or crossed off the list before we would even consider opening. So that took us about a month to kind of work through all those things. Um, and PODS was on that original list. Um, and it was this idea that kind of came to me through um, a healthcare program. My, my dad is in the, in, in the industry and is a, a doctor here in Northwest Arkansas. Um, And kind of brought this idea to me that people work in pods to prevent, and this was something they did, they implemented pre-COVID, but just working in pods, so um, keeping those two pods completely separate, which would essentially allow you to have, like, if one group got infected, the other group was safe and protected from one another, and would kind of allow the, the flow of things at the restaurant or whatever work environment to continue on in theory, right. that they have not overlapped. Um, therefore, essentially after you close down to to sanitize and to clean and to go through all the processes and procedures to make sure that everyone's safe moving forward, you could put, you know, the, the pod that wasn't infected in to play and keep going in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of continued to resonate with me. That idea of, of not having to do like a hard close
1: um,
2: was something that I really wanted to get to, was a goal of ours, but I had a little bit, of, it took a little bit of time for me to understand how we were gonna make that work. And we did have to have a couple employees who were willing to make some sacrifices. So um, we basically divided the staff between pod A and pod B, which is really, an AM shift, and a PM shift. However, they don't overlap anymore. So everyone, so it's almost as if there's no one in the building for 30 minutes. So at 3.30, I'm a part of pod A, we leave. And between 4 and 4.15, pod B arrives. Um, Yeah. And so We kind of broke it down by our needs, what are the bare minimum needs for the AM shift because we need the majority of our employees to be available for the PM shift for dinner, which is what makes us the most of our money. Mm -hmm. And we also had to think about if someone there just needed a day off or was out maybe sick, but not a COVID related sickness. Mm -hmm. Um, We needed to have a little cushioning there too. So we, we needed pot A to be pretty lean. Mm -hmm. Um, so myself and my business partner included ourselves in that pod, um, and we have a one front of house person and then two and a half back of house people, um, that we can operate with the existing menu and prepare for the dinner shift, um, efficiently and effectively and still be able to get out of their way for them to come in and, and take over for the PM shift. Um. The the sacrifices the AM crew had to make is the 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 one server in particular she had to kind of trust that um, she first of all was working five days a week that's the first time she's done that um, most servers either don't don't often work a five day a week consecutive shift. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll work a couple doubles, or maybe they have another job, whatever it may be. So this was kind of like a nine to five for her, which she was really excited about. She'd not really ever worked those kind of hours, but it it prevented her from seeing the same amount of tips that are available at dinner. Um, however, we were able to come up with a really good tip sharing policy that kind of incentivized her to do the daytime. So she does, she does a lot of the work. We right now have, um, we have a full to-go menu that's separate than our dining room menu. And it has a lot of like kits um, and family style options on it that aren't available in the restaurant, but do require a little bit more work. And so she does that work. Um, and as a result, she splits the, the to-go tips evenly with the person who does her job at night. So okay. she kind of builds the infrastructure for the PM crew who just gets to kind of plug and play, just show up and do work and they don't have to do That's all great. the like preset stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. It's already
2: done. For
0: them. So Molly, I'd like to, um, you gave us a very specific example of employee conversations that you've had to have and some of those shifts and sacrifices um can you just kind of talk a little bit about how you even approach that with employees and what some of those reactions were and because i think that that's you know that's the very first step right is to bring it up with your with your employees and figure out all of those you know we're in it together kind of um, nuances if you will during covid i'd love to hear that i think that being a leader means that
2: you're um, willing to be vulnerable with your team, um, you're willing to expose the the blind spots that you're not sure about, and you're open to conversation. Um, we sat, so I guess this makes up five people. We sat each each of the five people that we thought would be best for this pod down, and explained to them what the pod would look like, and explained to them the pros and the cons of this in great detail. Did not sugarcoat anything for instance, if there is a positive test in pod B, we will have to close down for likely a day to get things cleaned and then immediately move to to-go orders, which is gonna be a long shift from 12 to eight. Um, now, it could be abbreviated in some manner, like you know, maybe you pop in, you, know, you work from the front of house perspective, we were thinking you would work from 12 to 3.30, we would take an hour break, and then pick back up at 4.30. Mm-hmm. It would still be a long day. And so just making sure they understood all of those things up front before signing up for it. Um, and that it would, could potentially be up to 14 days of that um, nonstop. The way the restaurant is structured right now, we do have two hard days that were closed, which is to our benefit. So we are a hard close on Sunday and Monday um and this would give everybody an opportunity yeah. those of us who are working those long days to kind of have a reset um and push back through we talked about that a little bit in the forum that some of the other restaurants experienced their employees just exhausted yeah. which i get i totally understand and i think that if i if you didn't have the structure that we do of a hard close on two days i would recommend saying you know we're going to sign up we're we're going to sign up for success and that means closing for two days in a row, or maybe even one day in order to give everybody like a little breather and then jump back into Something it. Something you know
0: that you can look forward to. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, because that's right now our yeah. mental health is just as important as our absolutely, health, Absolutely. You know, so, and restaurant work is hard. Yeah. It really is. And I, I mean, I say this all the time, like I, my, our servers are our heroes standing outside in a mask, in a hundred degree weather Uh, with gloves on, with the sun beating down on them and no opportunity to take it off and catch relief. Like they're the heroes for sure. Well, Um, and you just
1: mentioned mental health, which I think is really important because you, you know, I've just known you for a short amount of time, but you seem very upbeat and very positive. And do you and your partner, do you kind of play off each other or how do you stay upbeat? So then it kind of just um, filters down to your employees.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I, that is definitely one of my, uh, I, I would say one of my uh, positive attributes to our partnership yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that I try to see things glass half full and, and Luke does too. I mean, the way we operate is like, we, we want it to be a fun environment. Like there, we can't control any of these external factors. Um, I've known that for a long time, but specifically with this virus, there is no control on it every single day. It's different every day. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so the one thing we can control are our attitudes and the service we provide and this, and the product that we produce. And so, you know, we're going to focus on those things and we're going to try to be positive and happy and uplifting and continue to do what we love to do. Mm -hmm. And I think as a result of that, our staff is happy. They sign up for what we have going on. They feel protected, they feel safe. Um, and so they're willing to be a part of our team. And like the sacrifices that this particular employee had to make by working a day shift. I mean, she has been such a go-getter. I have seen her just dose, I mean, she's just been wonderful for the restaurant. Um, and as a result, I mean, to go orders, are huge and she's mm-hmm. actually making more money right now than she did pre-COVID oh, which, is, which <laughs> is crazy and i know that this will ebb and flow but mm-hmm. I, i'm really happy that we can do that for her like that she was willing to trust us and to make this sacrifice and that it has been beneficial for her which is wonderful and i mean all of
0: the servers things have gone really well for all of them um Well, Molly, one of the things that we know that we hear a lot about when it comes to preparing, and so this is, you're thinking of all these scenarios and you're going through these scenarios in your head. So, and and one of the things that's coming up for, and you said it at the beginning, it's not if, it's when this happens. And so, you know, some restaurants have had to experience that a little sooner than they felt ready to, um, but have navigated it beautifully. And some, not so much. And, you know, the big fear, and you mentioned this um, in the forum, is, is having to close down for two weeks. And what does that look like? And how, do, how can we mitigate that or or maybe even stop it from happening at all? So in this pod system, what is, what is the COVID scenario for you that you've played through your head that how this potentially could play out?
2: Yeah, so if pod A, which is the morning crew, has a positive test, we would shut down morning and afternoon to-go orders and we would just do dinner service and to-go service during dinner hours. Mm -hmm. Um, We would close for a day and clean, sanitize. And then that pod would be asked to go, you know, get tested. And then it, at least depending on the test results, take, you know, seven to 14 days out of the restaurant. Um, My work, you know, I can, I can track data and, do numbers, record numbers and create menus and send them and print them remotely. Um, so there wouldn't be as, the risk would be, or I'm sorry, the um, pod A, the effects of pod A being out would be minimal. We don't see a ton of daytime traffic as is, and we are, the dining room is not open during the day. Um, but if pod B, so scenario B, if pod B gets infected, um, the plan would be to, again, take a day off, sanitize. Um, like Kara said earlier, probably ask people to wait a couple of days to go get tested since we're, they're already going to be out for at least 14 so that we can make sure that that incubation period has come and gone. Um, and then have release them all to go get tested um, and then transition to a limited to-go service. Um, so that would be, 12 to eight Tuesday through Saturday, um, to try to minimize the, you know, loss of revenue that would happen from a hard close. Um, and right now, like I said, in the forum to go makes up about half of our business. Mm -hmm. So I think that we would still be able, we would definitely still be able to keep going and trucking along if we had to completely close. I mean, it's, uh, and I'm sure people understand this, it would be devastating. Mm-hmm. Produce, all of our produce that we we try to buy as locally as possible. Um, a lot of these things, especially summer vegetables, are uh, delicate and don't have a long shelf life, you know. So these things would be gone within three or four days. We would donate them, but it would just be a massive loss. Yeah. So... Um, Just that was our biggest concern from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think that these pods help to mitigate that loss. It may not be a full, you know, uh, we may not fully be operational the way that we would like, but we would still be able to keep the wheels turning in
1: a sense.
0: I think we need to, um, save another episode for how yes. to get takeout to be 50% of your business. because exactly. Exactly. You put your
2: face on the internet every single day.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, that's
2: good. That's a good tip. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You are well, in front of people as much as you possibly can
0: <laughs> without
2: being and annoying. And I probably hustle. am. Annoyed.
0: When I yes. think of you, Molly, I think of Hustle. You definitely oh have got that. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you, Molly, for joining yeah. us. And um, thanks to our watchers and listeners. Um, as a watcher or listener, if you have a suggested topic, a question that you need answered, someone that you'd like to hear from, like Molly, or a story that you'd like to share, please contact, contact us at bizhelp B-U-S-H-E-L-P, at uarc.edu, and put, subject, or put TV in the subject line. If you're interested in benefiting from our free one-on-one consulting assistance, please sign up at sbtdc.uark.edu. Thank you so much again, Molly. We appreciate it. Yeah. If you want to see
2: um, what Oven and Tap has going on, go check us out at Oven and Tap um, on Instagram and Facebook where you can see all of the happenings.
0: Well, we wouldn't have so. to interview you. They'd just sit
1: there and watch you do it. <laughs> that's, real true, life. that's true. But- <laughs>
2: I am pretty transparent there
1: as well. <laughs> Good. That's fantastic. Thank you. All right. Well,
2: thank you guys for letting me be a part of it. I really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.